Rebels, it's that time. Can you feel it? Are you ready to be a great parent? Do you want to feel like you're back on your honeymoon? Well, we believe in you and God believes in you. Rebels, it's time to join the rebellion. It's time for Rebel Parenting. Hey, Rebels, welcome to a bonus Thanksgiving episode of Rebel Parenting. Our friend Tiffany King has a book called Eat at Home Tonight. Her Instagram is at eat at home, and it is a fantastic book. Uh, You should run out, grab this, go get it, look at it online, something, because this will help you in almost every aspect of your life. The chapters are really interesting. I'm going to open it up right now as I'm looking at this. Chapters, here it is. I only have 15 minutes tonight. My refrigerator is empty. Everyone's on a different schedule tonight. I'm out of the house and won't have time to cook tonight. I don't have time for dishes. I want to cook tonight and tomorrow night. I want to cook for the whole week tonight. There's so many things like that. And I'm going to tell you, my favorite recipe is on page 69. It is skillet chicken pot pie with drop biscuit crust. So far, this is my this is my hero meal. So this is uh, a hero meal is when your family isn't expecting something spectacular and the prep doesn't look like it's going to be a celebration and then you pull that bad boy out of the oven everybody goes, oh, and you feel like a big hero. So I'm telling you, you put all this stuff in a pot, you throw it in the oven and bow, it's all done. So much fun. And then there's so many easy variations once you start learning how to cook. So with the with my favorite one, this pot pie, you could change out the veggies. You could add, uh, we did cauliflower, we did broccoli, we did mushrooms, we didn't just do peas and carrots. We did all kinds of different things. And then when you're doing the drop biscuit crust, cheesy biscuits, just saying, just saying cheesy biscuits. Oh, it's so good. And then sometimes you're at the table. Sometimes it's a holiday meal and you have nothing to talk about and it might be heading south. So on page 71, table conversation starters. Take a picture of this, stick it on your phone and then whip it out when someone starts getting heated and go, hey, would you like to be famous for a day? Why or why not? If you had an out-of-town guest coming to visit, what would you take them to see in your town? What would you want to show them? What would what would show it off? There's all these fun conversation table starters, and that makes your time around the table so much better and so much fun, especially with your kids. So eat at home tonight. At eat at home is Tiffany King on Instagram. You are going to love it. So before we get to the broadcast, I want to let you know we have a huge resource pack we've been giving out, and we've been getting responses back that people dig it. And if you'd like it, all you got to do is text the word REBEL to 444-999. So where the phone number is, you put 444-999, and then the message to me is REBEL, and we're going to send you a great pack of resources. It's year-end. All donations are tax-deductible, and we at Rebel Parenting need them, and we appreciate you for donating to our cause. God bless. Without any further ado, here's our friend, Tiffany King, talking about eating at home tonight. Tiffany King, eat at home. Thank you so much for coming on the broadcast, and thank you for making me look like a hero last night to my family and kids. I mean, oh, yeah. that food was amazing, so so many thanks. Oh, I'm so glad to be here, and I'm really glad you guys liked the dinner last night. Oh, my goodness. Let's just start with that. Yeah, tell them what you made. So you have a book called Eat at Home, and um, we'll let people know how to get that uh, at the end of the broadcast. I got to tell you, 
I'm a skeptic when it comes to cookbooks. Usually when you see a picture and you're like, oh, I'm going to make that. It, you know, you'll make food that looks similar to it, but it's never, you know, the presentation, the surprise, all those things. And so I was making your chicken pot pie, kind of chicken and biscuits. Um, I don't want to do dishes tonight in the section in your book, which I was like, I don't want to do dishes for sure. And neither do I. And you know, I've made chicken before in a pan. I've put in butter and, and, you know, I've done similar things. And it was, it it looked, when it was getting ready to go in the oven, it looked okay. You yeah. know, it had some dough on top and it was beige. And, you know, when the timer went off, I, I don't even know. It was such a surprise. It, was, it looked I, so good. I wanted to go show my... Fr- I, I for sure posted it all online. My goodness. I wished there were people coming over. It was one of those meals that you're like, ooh, this makes me look like I know what I'm doing. This is awesome. Yeah, and it we did have a neighbor so kid great. over. So his first, right. his first time eating at our home. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Tiffany, how did you get into... Um, Writing recipes, coming up with recipes, the cookbook. I'm fascinated by it. I just came up with my very first recipe, but how did this start for you? Um, I've loved to experiment with food since I started learning to cook, which was not until after I got married. Um, oh, really? So when yeah, when we when we got married, I hadn't I could make canned baked beans, <laughs> and that's about it. Seriously, it pretty bad. So you. You didn't have a history of cooking. You're, you didn't have traditions like your mom teaching you to cook. You learned to cook late in life after you got married. Well, I would not call 20 late in life, but yes, it oh. was after I got married. Yeah, of course, yes. I just... <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, Sorry. My mom is a... No, that's fine. <laughs> um, I got married very young, so I've been married basically forever now. That's fantastic. Um, <laughs> yeah. Great job. Mm-hmm. My, my mom is a fantastic cook, but she's not a teacher, um, and I probably wasn't much of a student either, mm-hmm. so I just left the home without having some of those basic skills. Um, I knew enough you know, to get me started. I knew enough that I wanted to be able to cook so that I could be able to eat yeah. um, a lot better than... Uh, a cake mix. <laughs> totally. Oh, and, yeah. And that's yeah. the norm. We find that now. Most kids growing up don't learn a lot of those skills. They don't learn how to cook and they don't, you know, even just like basic recipe following stuff. It's not mm-hmm. really taught a whole lot. I'm excited. I didn't know that about you, but it really kind of gives people hope. Like, oh, hey, I didn't get a whole lot of training, but I mean, look at Tiffany. She's got a business where she gives meal plans and tells people how to cook. I have to tell you, too, I followed your recipe. I mean... Buy the book. Yeah, Laura will tell you. I'm usually... I know better than the book, so I kind of add things. I went straight through the recipe. It turned out perfect. And I even Uh, had it for lunch today. Ah, yes. Leftovers are my favorite, especially Mm. if they're good leftovers. But I'm so glad that it turned out. Yeah, so thank you. Oh, yeah. It was fantastic. So you wanted to start cooking, you were married, I mean, let's walk down that road. How did you get from there to all the way into cookbooks and meal plans? And Yeah, so when I first started learning to cook, I would cook, you know, a really nice meal once a week or um, it was more of a fun hobby kind of thing. But once you start having kids, they, they're hungry every day, <laughs> so oh, yeah. all times a day. All day long. Right. All day long. 
And so, um, you know, it becomes a day in, day out kind of thing. And my cooking had to change. I couldn't do some of those more involved recipes. Mm -hmm. Um, It just had to shorten up and become something that would work Mm. uh, for a busy family. Especially when the kids got into um, high school, when my oldest couple of kids were doing dance lessons several times a week and we were on traveling soccer teams mm. and mm. you know you find yourself in the car instead of at, at home. the table yeah yeah so I learned some tips and tricks and um, different things that would help us still have dinner on the table even if I wasn't actually home at dinner time to cook it what are some of those tips and tricks my biggest help is to keep cooked chicken or cooked um, ground beef in the freezer, different kinds of meats or proteins, even cooked beans if you're not going to use canned beans. Um, Because if you've got that part of your recipe done, you can give it a quick spin in the microwave for a minute or two, and it's ready to add to any recipe. Oh, smart. Yeah, it just saves so much time. You just saved us time. I've never done that. Yeah. Yep. And I saw I saw in the in the book, I was using fresh chicken, but it said if you've got it made ahead of time, just pop it out. And I was like, oh, yeah, that's smart. That's a good yeah. first one. Okay. So getting your proteins done ahead of time, that's a great one. What's another, what's another one? Um, I think just being realistic with yourself. You know, if you're planning your meals on a Sunday night or whenever you do that, mm-hmm. um, you sometimes we can get really ambitious and think we're going to eat all cooked from scratch and it's going to be really healthy and it's going to be very involved and you pick out these recipes and by Thursday night you're done. (laughs) You're tired. You didn't have time. And you think to yourself, I'm no good at this. But really, you didn't plan a recipe that's going to fit your day because you can still have a healthy recipe. Um, You can still have really good food, but choose a simple recipe that only has a few ingredients, only takes 15 minutes, or that you can put in your slow cooker or your pressure cooker, um, just so it fits your day and not the other way around. That's I like perfect. That. So yeah. do you have a couple of those that are always on hand for those unexpected I, days? <laughs> I do. Um, one thing I like to do is um, make freezer meals. So there's mm. two plans in the book. There's a chapter I want to cook for the whole week tonight. And usually I don't mm-hmm. actually use these in all in one week. I save them um, and like I do this about once a month. And then I have six meals in the freezer that took me about one hour to prepare all of them. Oh, wow. And then I can pull them out and put them in either the slow cooker or the pressure cooker. Um, so that's one one thing that I do. The other is just 15-minute meals. I um, have a a lot of 15-minute recipes, but I recommend everybody have a couple of go-tos. They're so quick and easy that you can usually memorize them after you've made them a couple of times, Mm -hmm. which just shortens up your time even more, right, if you're making something from memory. Um, Yeah, something like Mexican bean and rice bowls, um, Mm -hmm. just something super quick. Totally. And do you use a lot of fresh ingredients? I do. I, we eat a lot of salads now. And mm-hmm. as you know, like lots of people, we've tried to add in more vegetables into our diet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, I do try to incorporate that a lot of times in the side dishes. Um, I also really like frozen vegetables because, yeah. um, you know, if you don't get to it or your plans change or whatever, you're not going to have a crisper drawer full of limp vegetables. <laughs> yep. 
Yeah. <laughs> Laura's totally looking at me right now. Yeah, I tend to do that. And I like to shop at Costco, so. Yes. Maybe yeah. I should put half the stuff I buy in the freezer when I get home. Well, and I, oh yeah, that would be a great idea too. And to buy more frozen vegetables. Definitely. Yeah. Because that's what we used last night. Like in the meal, I used fresh chicken. I could have made that ahead of time. Yeah. But then I used uh, the frozen peas, carrots, corn when I put it in. Yeah. And that was yeah. easy. It is easy. Mm -hmm. It is. And, you know, if you're using frozen broccoli or frozen, the only thing I don't like frozen is Brussels sprouts. Um, I love fresh roasted Brussels sprouts. So do I. Mm -hmm. Then I don't know. Something happens. Something does happen. (laughs) They get squishy. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know why. It's not as good. They're definitely not as good. The whole taste is different. Yeah. 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 For sure. Can we jump into the... To, honey, I don't know if we can yet, but can we jump into the value of eating at home and, and all that transpires and definitely. all the goodies? Because and- we'll get into meal plans. I definitely want to talk about that. But Laura's right. When we started losing weight, it's because we started eating at home. And there's so many studies that show the great things that happen in your family when you eat at home. So, I mean, you've really been helping people do this all over the country with meal plans and shopping lists and recipes. Let's talk about the benefits, all the things that happen when you do eat together and at home. Yeah, I'm, we're um, in the place now where our kids, we've got two who are married. Mm. Um, so we're starting to see this long-term culture of dinner time together roll into their lives with their new spouses oh. as they build that into their family. So, you know, we've... Um, we're kind of in that place of getting to see the benefits of all those day in day out dinners that maybe we don't remember all of them, but they add up to something really important. Mm. Um, and then our family still gathers around the table. Sometimes the, um, older kids will pop in for dinner. If they're around, um, we try to gather about once a week if we can on Sundays, um, to eat together. So it, it is important. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm. and one of the things I really, love about dinner time is that you can easily meet all five love languages oh yeah um, without even trying let's talk about <laughs> that yeah that let's was actually talk about in our that. notes um and then i definitely want to hit conversation starters too but let's talk about okay. the love languages how do you hit all five of those when you eat at home um well first of all number one is quality time and that mm. one's super easy because you're spending time together when you're around the table um, words of affirmation, if someone has that love language, mm-hmm. it's easy to incorporate that into your conversation around the table, and you probably already do it naturally. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Lincoln does that to me when I cook. He will he will tell me what's good and what he likes. He's really good about telling you what you did well. And, and then if I ask him what it needs, if I ask him to be honest, he will think about it and then say, mm, maybe a little salt, or maybe this is missing, or I'm not quite sure, but... Yeah. I like the words of affirmation. That's a good one. Yeah. Yeah. And that's probably his love language. <laughs> yes, it is. he's speaking it. Yeah. Um, physical touch is another. And being around the table just puts us in close proximity. So we hold hands to pray or we can give each mm. other a quick hug. Mm. Acts of service. The whole meal is an act of service. And if you've got a child or a spouse who readily helps, that's probably their love language. So my husband is great about always doing dishes afterwards. Um, it just, he's always done that, but that's his love language is acts of service. So that's the thing that speaks love to him. Nice. That's awesome. That's fantastic. Then, 
Yeah, it, it is. It's always good to have a dish doer in your house. <laughs> um, yeah, we got to create one of those. I, I got to figure out if Lincoln or Lucy's yet. going to be the dish doer. Yeah. Lucy's a touch, but uh, maybe she'll be the dishwasher. Maybe. <laughs> She's still a little young. <laughs> um, the last one is gifts. And that one's a little bit more of a stretch. But if you make a special meal or a special dessert for mm -hmm. somebody and mm -hmm. it's their favorite, that's a gift for that person oh yeah oh yeah for i like sure. that one too i love to bake i love to cook yeah i like seeing people like oh they're excited about something it makes yeah, me happy ryan's known in the neighborhood for giving everybody like half of cakes and half of cheesecakes and tons of cookies and <laughs> that's what he's known for i can't eat all of it myself i'll just it would kill me if I ate all the stuff I make, and so I give away a ton of food. And everyone's always excited. They're like, what's Ryan cooking today? Yes, I feel that. I love to bake, but I've been trying to eat less sweets, so it's rough. <laughs> it is. Yeah. I am not happy about that. Tiffany, you've got in the book uh, Conversation Starters, and at Rebel Parenting, we've been talking a lot about conversation starters and really I think they help so much during times of stress mm. when you just think I don't know I, I don't know what I want to talk about I, I'm just I, I have so much on my mind and there's so many things to do or if you're fighting with your spouse or your kids and it's like all I want to talk about is what you're doing wrong you know those things mm -hmm. I yeah. turned to that page in the book and it was like ah oh, this is awesome yeah it, those conversation starters really are nice when when either you're just tapped out and you don't have anything mm -hmm. to, to start something with, mm -hmm. or there's some other things going on in your family and the dinner table is not the place to bring those things up. Right. Um, for it, that's not good for any of us. Um, but that's a yeah, great, but, let's talk about that for a second. I think that's a great thing to talk about for families that at the dinner table, you really shouldn't have the heavy conversations of, you know, you did this wrong or there's a punishment talk or something that the dinner table, it ought to be remembered as the good. We have this new game called don't tip the waiter and you stack plates and cups and stuff and it falls over and the kids love it <laughs> and it makes the dinner table more fun. Like, oh, we're going to have fun because it's dinner time. Right. Yeah, I love that. Mm. That's a fun game. Well, and just to think of the analogy with the Lord coming to the dinner's table just to celebrate him and to worship him and to give our thanks to him. And that, yeah, we do need to talk about difficult stuff, but let's just not make it about dinner time. Right. And it can be tempting because, you know, when you've got the kids there or sometimes yeah. an issue flares up at the dinner table um, and you have to deal with it, you know, if if it's something like that. But yeah. Mm. Um, it is best to to leave those times, those discussions for another time. And yeah. mm -hmm. none of us are perfect. We will end up bringing up things at the dinner table we wish we hadn't. Yep. It's okay. Mm. <laughs> There's always another meal. Your That's family right. will recover, people. That's right. <laughs> yes. Totally, totally. <laughs> Tiffany, I want to talk about meal plans because I have wanted to do it for so long. I've tried and I really get stuck fast and I get super overwhelmed either yeah. I look at a meal plan and it's like you know Korean barbecue chili it's like what I don't I would never eat that there's either a ton of stuff I don't want to eat um it seems overwhelming but I have a lot of recipes that I like that I'm good at 
But when I think about either planning a whole month or the shopping, I just get overwhelmed. What are some of the basic things of starting a meal plan and learning how to shop at the beginning of the week? I just feel like Laura and I were talking, I think we'd save so much money with a meal plan when you go to the store and you know exactly what you're there for. It's not like, well, what are we going to cook this month? Like, I guess we could look, you know, you come back from the supermarket and there's nothing to eat. Right. Yes. Yeah. Um, I think the biggest thing with any meal plan, no matter if you're creating your own or you're using a meal plan service, Mm -hmm. is to not second guess yourself. Um, and not second guess the plan. Give it a try. So maybe it is Korean barbecue chili and you think to yourself, I'm not going to like that. And you may not. Um, But if you give it a try, then you'll know for sure whether you liked it or not. Mm. A lot of times um, I'll think to myself, I'm not really in the mood to make whatever was on the plan. Mm. But if I just go in the kitchen, make it, by the time it's sitting in front of me, I'm in the mood to eat it. You know, that I think for myself and a lot of people, it's that's a way of trying to talk ourselves out of getting our dinner done. Yeah. (laughs) You know, that's that's what that's what we call Brenner. When we forget to do dinner, we do breakfast and dinner. (laughs) It's like Brenner time. Brenner's. Yeah. Brenner's for sure. When I don't I don't want to do anything. I just I don't want to do takeout. But I don't really want to cook. So. So we're having pancake, (laughs) eggs and bacon for dinner. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. Awesome. Make what's on the plan. Yeah. Um, just stick with it for a while. And mm-hmm. if it's not working, then, um, you know, move on to another one. But the other key piece that we miss a lot of times is timing out the amount of time that you actually have to make dinner. Yes. So some nights, maybe, or days, maybe you have 15 minutes or 10 minutes in the morning, you can load your slow cooker mm-hmm. um, and that works well. Maybe another night you need a 15-minute meal because you're just not going to be home to do it. Maybe on a different night you have time to do a sheet pan dinner that maybe will take you 30 minutes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, Just being very realistic about your schedule. I did that last night. Yeah. I, I was going to do sheet pan vegetables and the chicken and biscuits and I got way into chicken and biscuits and just was like, I, I can't do this. I can't do more than this. And we didn't need to either. It would have been more out. than we needed. So yeah. I'm glad yeah. I didn't start it and then just get halfway through and be like, ah, I can't do it. I'm <laughs> a big fan of if you're going to have one, like a main dish that requires you to follow a recipe or, you know, is a little bit more involved then keep the sides very simple. Or if you want to have kind of a special side dish that requires a little bit more, Mm -hmm. then Uh let's have a super simple main dish so that you're not trying to make too many things from a recipe. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So what would you say to the mom who's like just starting? Like, okay, I've not really cooked for my family. I've just ordered takeout and pizza. Because I know there's a lot of single moms out there that are working, that are listening to us. And I know a lot of moms that are divorced, that have five, six, seven kids. What would you say to them who are like, okay, I know I want to start eating at home and I want them to eat more healthy. What would you suggest? Where where would they start? I would suggest um, starting with some slow cooker recipes because those Mm. tend to be very, very simple. Mm -hmm. If you need, especially if you're going to be out of the house all day, like 10 or 12 hours, find someone that, some recipes that can take that long of a cooking time. Things like a large cut of meat or a super stew, those things can handle that cook time. 
Um, and find some good 15 minute recipes that okay. you can rely on because you know, you can kind of make yourself do anything for 15 minutes for that's, sure. That's like less time than it takes to go through the drive through sometimes. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. So that, and I think it's simple. when you get a good 15 minute recipe and you learn it, it gives you that confidence. You're like, Oh, Hey, I can do this. I can cook. That's mm-hmm. awesome. Exactly. You know, it's nice yeah. to, to have those under your belt, to learn a couple of the new ones and start getting your confidence, especially if you haven't done it before and you don't feel like, well, I'm not a good cook. I teach lots of people to cook and use their instant pot and make bread because I believe everyone can do it if you're shown the right way. Yeah, it's a teachable thing. We're all teachable. One thing too is to be um, kind to yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, if it doesn't work out, it's okay. Mm-hmm. When you're trying something new, not everything is going to work. We're, yes. You know, mistakes are going to be made. I still make mistakes with cooking sometimes. Um, things don't always go the way I want them to. Um, it happens sometimes. It happens less and less often than when I was young, but it does still happen. Totally. So, I, I've uh, said this a lot. Laura has made me a much, much better cook because she never gets mad when I ruin food. Like, I'll just destroy something. It'll be awful. And she's like, whatever, throw it away. Don't don't worry. <laughs> yeah. And it's given me the freedom to, to get better and to learn new things. It's really nice. And I'm very fortunate that Ryan loves to cook a lot. Yeah, that is good. <laughs> it has been helpful. Yeah. Talk about shopping. Like, if, I'm, if I've got, you know, let's say I have 10 meals. How do I start with the shopping list and making sure this doesn't go bad by the time I want to cook it. How far out do you shop for your meal plans? Mm-hmm. I usually shop once a week. Um, okay. You can shop you know, less frequently than that, but and then maybe pick up some of the produce and dairy and mm. fresh ingredients more often. Um, I tend to shop about once a week, and I'm a huge fan of online grocery ordering. Oh, that, our neighbor is too. Oh my goodness, that would have saved so much when my kids were young. Um, number one, they wouldn't have knocked down that display of ice cream cones. Yes. They wouldn't have been in the store. Um, yeah. No so, impulse buying. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's. It saves that impulse buying. Um, and all the kids asking for all the mm-hmm. sugar. If you and if you're to. hungry when you get there, my impulse buying. And... Yeah. Wow. Oh. Yeah. And then you can. Um, you know, I can get that grocery list done, that the shopping part done in, I don't know, 10, 15 minutes, um, and then pick it up when it's convenient. Some places even have delivery service. Oh, yeah. So yeah. it saves a ton of time. Wow. And you can also use that as a running list. Now, I'm not as good about this as I wish I was, but because you can schedule it in the future, you can just throw things in your cart mm-hmm. as you need them throughout the week. And then you'll have those things that you ran out of, go in and get all of the other things that you've got, you know, you need for your recipes and um, you won't be forgetting things. I keep telling myself that's a brilliant idea that I don't follow through on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we all have those. It is such Thanks a brilliant for being idea. honest. I, I was just like, wow, that is so good. It really is. I love... Honestly, I just, for me, especially in this season, because right now I'm just like impulse buying, you know, and cooking and baking and trying and, you know, I'll be walking to the supermarket and just like, ooh, I'll try that. Oh, I'll try this. And that online shopping stops all of that. Like 
what am I going to make with this? This, yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, hmm. it does. And you can still hit a store every once in a while. I know some people like to go to the store. Sometimes yes. it's just nice to go in and browse the actual aisles and not mm-hmm. just do it online, for Even sure. Even if you have five children. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a good time for them to, you know, I would never say don't ever take your kids to the grocery store because there's a lot to be learned in doing that. Yeah. Being a homeschool mom, we used to use the grocery store as part of our schooling. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay, great. (laughs) So, Tiffany, you've got a business where you send out meal plans, recipes, shopping lists, all that kind of stuff. What are some of the early mistakes you've seen people make when they start your plan? Um, probably second guessing what's on the plan. So, um, Mm -hmm. they'll, a lot of our members will use the recipes and put together their own plan, which is totally fine. I, you know, I don't have a problem with that, but I think it misses a lot of the time saving of it. Mm -hmm. Um, and I think this kind of gets to number two where, um, they'll say their kids are too picky or their spouse is too picky to eat the food. Um, I think that you need to give your kids and spouse time to get used to a new food. Now, there will be things that they will never like. I I don't like mushrooms. I can eat them if I have to, but Mm. I tend to pick them out if they're in something. We love Um, mushrooms at our house. Our house, we can't get enough of them. Listen, Tiffany, I'm going to help you with this one. We're talking to the rebel parents out there. Hey, upgrade your kid's palate. Like, stop with the Kraft macaroni and cheese. I mean, it's great in a pinch, but upgrade the palate. Teach them to like and learn new foods and explore things and try kimchi and and explore those things. And if something's gross, whatever. But you've got to upgrade the, the palate of those around you. You'll live so much healthier. The studies show the more interested you get in food, the healthier you get. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What I love to do with the kids, I have tea time usually during the winter here, and sometimes I'll just grab like six different spices outside of our pantry, mm-hmm. and I'll just put them on a plate and let them like smell them, and sometimes I'll even let them put their finger in it and taste it, and I'm like, what does that taste like? Or, you know, and the kids just love it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love that. That is a great way to do it. Um, I, I try to get them, you know, to taste something at least give it a try. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then I will let them pick it out after that. But they have to do that themselves. I'm not going to pick it out for them. Right on. I'm not going to make a food that doesn't involve whatever that ingredient is. Yep. And eventually, they may get used to seeing it and eat. I've had two very, very picky eaters. My oldest is still very picky. Now, she'll tell you she's not, but she really is. <laughs> <laughs> um, and my son, who was um, the other picky one, he eats all kinds of things now. He's a big vegetable eater, very healthy, mm. um, has tried all kinds of things that he never thought he liked um, growing up. So Awesome. The other thing our kids love to do, I don't know, um, at the grocery store at ours, it has a place for exotic fruit. Like where you can get fruit from all over the world. Dragon fruit. <laughs> Dragon fruit. Yeah. And I, don't, I, don't, I don't even know half the names Lychee, of them. Lychee. Yeah, just certain things. And we let them choose one, usually once a month, because they're really expensive. But just to let them try it, and then we invite some friends over, and then we cut it all open. And <laughs> it's kind of a little party. 
That's a great idea. That's been that fun. Sounds fun. And then talk about the success. You know, talk about the, the stories that you're hearing because I know. You know, when I've taught people to use their instant pot or their slow cooker or how to bake bread and they didn't think they could do it, you, you get excited because you get so much satisfaction thinking, wow, someone's changed their life. What are the stories you're hearing from the people that, that do the meal plans that eat at home cooks? Oh, yeah. Those stories are fantastic. Um, mm. I hear from members who um, instantly save hundreds of dollars because they just changed the way they were buying food. Yeah. High five on um, that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They um, find that the family members that they thought were so picky that wouldn't eat whatever it was have eaten, you know, three out of five meals in a week, which is a huge win for, for that person and that yeah. family. Um, things like that. It's it's really inspiring to hear people begin to connect again around the table. Definitely. Definitely. And then how has like the instant pot changed what you're doing? I mean, it's, I know it's a gigantic craze. I'm, I've drank the Kool-Aid on it for sure. Laura can tell you if she would let me, I would buy a second one. I like it so much. You got to tell the funny story about the instant pot first. Oh, or not. <laughs> I wanted it for so long. I, I mean, I went to all the websites. I read the blogs. I read the recipes. I had a book before it. And finally, I just said, you know, and we didn't have the money for it. That was the problem. I bought it. And then I didn't open the package. I hid it in the garage for almost a month. I felt so guilty about it. And finally, I broke down and told Laura that I got it. He totally she, repented because we were on a budget at the time. We were doing Every Dollar Counts by Dave Ramsey. and terrible. And we didn't put it into our budget. And it was it was a funny story. But now it is so worth it. And honey, if you want to get another one, and when we have the money, you can definitely get another one. Because well, I love thing. him cooking. You would have done it before. We didn't have the money. I yeah. shouldn't have done it then. And right. I love it. I'm so into it. Is it, is it, I mean, my mom's like, Ryan, I've been using a pressure cooker forever and it's just an electric one, but what do you think? Yeah, I love it. And I actually bought um, a Cuisinart pressure cooker, oh, I don't know, quite a few years ago before they kind of, you know, before it became a thing. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then I used it a couple of times. I have a macaroni and cheese recipe that is out of this world um it's so much better than any other kind that i've ever made is it in the book it you know i think it is in the um part of the recipe that you use the chili oh Um, okay okay. i'm looking it up right now okay you keep going i should i should remember what my recipes are called and then i can tell you but i can't yeah you have a one pot chili page 102 yes it's in the book it's in there um yeah, so then I bought a Instant Pot, and mm. I actually bought it so I could write a blog post about why you don't need one. <laughs> and I thought, I should probably give this a try yeah. before I do that, and I started really liking it. I know. But the thing about the Instant Pot um, is it is not instant. It's not you know, instant. The internet will tell you that you can have your whole chicken from frozen ready in 30 minutes. Oh, that that's a lie. That is a lie. Totally. <laughs> totally. Yeah. Yeah. And sometimes it's easy it's faster to cook your food in a different way. Yes. But that's not why you use the instant pot. Mm-hmm. Right. Um mm-hmm. I think the name is misleading and the you know, the internet as a whole is a little misleading about how quickly you can get your dinner done. Totally. Just, just a for little. sure. For sure. Yeah. And once but you learn like so a couple of little things, I mean you can do rice so fast and it's great. Or yes. like when you do oatmeal in it. 
Oatmeal turns into a different food. Yes. I mean, it's a completely different food in the Instant Pot. It yep. puffs it up. It's, ooh, it's so amazing. Love it. It's so good. Yeah, I've been using it um, for lots of side dish things. Like, love it mm-hmm. for brown rice. Um, I've been making polenta in it. Ooh. And then adding Parmesan cheese. Amazing. That sounds um, good. Yeah, it's so good. Baked potatoes. I know. Are really good. Yep. yep. Um, it's just very, very convenient. And that's why... I. I'm going to um, feed your Instant Pot love. Having two really is nice because you can have <laughs> your side dish in one and then, you know, your main dish in another one. That's been my main argument. I, I know. know. Well, then and we then, just need a bigger kitchen. Yeah. Oh, then know. if you have time in the afternoon to load your Instant Pots or before church, I really like to do it um, on a Sunday. Oh, yeah. Then let them do their cooking thing and then it'll switch over to keep warm and when you come back a few hours later it's all ready yeah so it's sort of like a faster slow cooker thing my husband's looking at me with a big smile (laughs) thank you tiffany king we got it here's the truth we can't afford it right now because when i got your book and it had a stuff about sheet pan meals in it i've been dying to do sheet pan meals and then i went to i'm obsessed America's Test Kitchen YouTube page, and they were rating the best sheet pans, and it was Nordic Ware, and I just got a set, and so so we have to wait a couple months. Yeah, it's awesome. You're gonna love those. You can put anything on there. Oh That's yeah, awesome. It's the best. Tiffany, thank you so much. We love the book. We love the meal plans. We're gonna send everyone to your site. I've had so much fun, and truthfully, I would be honest. You made me a hero last night. My food looked amazing and it tasted just as good. Yep. It did. Thank you. Oh, I love that. Thank you. Thank you you for your time. We appreciate you. God bless. Thank you. anything you do in the future, please let us know because we want you back on. I mean, honestly, anything. It was just too much fun. Thank you. I I enjoyed talking to you guys. That was fun. (laughs) Oh, Rebels. I cannot wait. I've been making sheet pan veggies. I've been making chicken pot pie. Uh, she's got a brand new risotto one for the Instant Pot. You know what a crazy, crazy Instant Pot head I am. I said Instant Pot head. Come on now, Colorado. Easy now. So much fun. Follow her on Instagram, at eat at home. Follow us on Instagram, at Rebel Parenting. You knew that. We see you there. Actually, we don't see enough of you there. Follow us on Rebel Parenting, at rebelparenting.org. For all the resources and text the word rebel to 444-999 and we'll send you a big fat resource pack right this week rebels have a great thanksgiving please post photos post pictures tell us your stories and we will see you on friday with another new episode god bless rebel parenting is produced by rebel media house and When you need a little help with your marriage or parenting, and everyone does, you can find it at rebelparenting.org. Sign up for the Rebel Update by texting the word REBEL to 444-999. That's R-E-B-E-L, and the number is 444-999. We love it when you share Rebel Parenting with your friends and family, so thank you. God bless. Thanks for spending your time with us, and we'll see you next time for another episode of Rebel Parenting. Rebel Parenting.